0: Three, two, one. Jackson Davis all the way. Wow, Jackson Davis. Jackson Davis throws it down. Durham rises. Woo-hoo. Watford for the win. Yes. and welcome into the Candy Stripe Podcast. My name is Max, and as always, my esteemed co-host. What's up, Tyler? Thank you. Man. That was a that was a
1: heartwarming, heartfelt introduction there. I appreciate that.
0: What can I say? Uh, yeah. But
1: you know how they always say in Christmas, you know like Christmas song, uh, it's the most wonderful time there. It's the most... One minute. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, well, keep lying.
1: singing though, keep singing. No, that's, that's about all I know, just that like one line. All right, all right. But to tell you guys a little newsflash, they lied. March is the best time of the year. Oh! We, we got champ week and we got the dance. It is truly the most wonderful time of the year.
0: That That was a good, that was a great setup. And that was a pretty good setup? That was good, I like that. The crowd goes wild. You know what isn't the best thing about March? Indiana's never involved. That's a sad truth. That is a sad truth. You know how um, Rudolph was sad because he didn't get to play in any of the reindeer games? Well, Indiana was sad because like, they didn't get to play in any of the March Madness games.
1: So, so we're Rudolph before we... Yeah, we're Rudolph. In the, before
0: we get to shine our nose red. Yeah, so is that, a, is that a hint at us winning the Big Ten tournament? No, it's a hint at Bob Knight's red nose coming back.
1: Ah, okay.
0: I don't know if you remember that. Anyone who was there when Bob Knight returned, his nose was really purple. I think that was some sort of medical condition, so I probably shouldn't be talking about this. <laughs> uh. Anyway, is anyone – they didn't listen to your key to the game last week because they lost.
1: Yeah, that, that was my key to the game, just win.
0: And so Yeah, that didn't go well. What did you think of the game? I'm just gonna um, throw it out there. Not
1: awesome. good. But it wasn't terrible early. We got off to a 7 0 lead after that Rob Finnessy and one. And on the defensive end, I thought we were playing really well. We made it the Purdue game or their Purdue offense look very sloppy. And Travion Williams in the first game killed us. And I think he had under 10 points this game. And he didn't really play that much. We saw Edie a lot because he was tearing us up. But our defensive scheme for Travion Williams was really good. When he was in the post, that first dribble, we were able to send a double team pretty much every time. And we got him into a couple of silly turnovers. And then he got taken out of the game. So I really liked that. And But we weren't disabled. Once again, IU fans, if you... Think this is redundant? Well, it is. I you really can't. We have been terrible at shooting the ball from three. I mean, last game we shoot ten percent. This game we shoot twenty-one. I mean, in a game like that where it's very sloppy on both sides, one team you got to be able to make shots, and Indiana just wasn't.
0: We shot we shot twenty-one percent from three and thirty-eight percent from the field. That's terrible. And I think. I think something I would like to touch on this because I think something that you said about the Trevion Williams, we were able to hold him to only six points. Think, yeah. He comes in and puts up 20. I think that shows and is a great example, again, of a major issue this team has had all year is we cannot adjust. We do not adjust. I mean, they stop our offense in the first half. We come out with no answer. I feel like that's something we haven't talked about much. We have come out flat so frequently. Like, if we're not in the game in the first half, typically I feel hopeless about the second half.
1: Yeah, because our offense isn't based on scoring a ton of points. So we're not shooting the ball well and this team hardly gets in transition ever and forces turnovers. Like it's really, it's going to be hard to score points, uh, especially when you're trying to come back.
0: I want to see when the last time we won a second half in scoring was because like, I can't think of the last time we actually scored So we, we actually kept pace with, okay, the last time we scored, the last time we beat a team scoring in the second half was the last time we won, February 17th. February 17th was the last time we won? Was the last time we won, and it was the last time that we scored more points than the other team did in the second half. That's so bad. That's so, so bad. I don't. I don't even know what to
1: say to that stat. Like it's. It's just shows how bad IU basketball is right now.
0: That and thirty eight percent from the field. What are you? What are you doing? <laughs> we're not shooting the ball in practice. If apparently, I guess. I guess. Well, I, don't I don't know, know what we're we- doing in practice. We we, based on this game, it seemed like we schemed defensively for Trayvon Williams, and that's it.
1: That's probably all we did in practice. We probably just did a lot of defensive drills, a lot of defensive sliding, some hedging the ball. I mean, I don't think we work. That's probably all we do in practice because we don't we don't focus on free throws. We probably don't shoot threes. We I, I don't know what we do in practice.
0: Bringing Bob Knight back into this, we need like a few like clinics from Bob Knight. We need Bob Knight to yell at these guys and go make them shoot free throws.
1: Maybe, maybe yelled at him, send him home a couple of times for <laughs> him out of practice.
0: Tyler and I just had to read a wonderful book. I would recommend it. I enjoyed it. It's called I Season by John Feinstein. Uh, it's about Bob Knight's 1985-86 uh, season. I, I really enjoyed it.
1: I don't read, but that's like one of my favorite books I've read so far. Oh, very, okay. very great to read. So yeah, I second everything that you said.
0: And the thing, we're going to turn this into a mini book club right now and analyze this book. Not completely. Half kidding, half not. Because reading that book, it did make me think about Indiana basketball. And it made me think about our team compared to those teams because I was reading it and like simply reading the book got me hyped up about Indiana basketball. I was like, let's go win this game guys. Like he was writing about this team having heart and soul and like night speeches and everything. I was like, you know what I want to do right now? Watch an Indiana basketball game. And then I watch an Indiana basketball game and everything in that book just take the exact opposite about those teams
1: yeah there's like no heart or soul into this team and reading season on the brink it i wish i was at those practices to see night go off on those players and like a theme throughout that book is they never really had in that 85 86 season they didn't really have all this talent i mean they had steve alford and some other guys yeah but they all like improved and having a coach like coach Knight. You almost have to. Otherwise,
0: you're going to have a lot of uh, terrible days ahead of you. Yeah. And like we would just read, there'd be a passage about like Alfred drives to the hoop, puts it in and sinks the free throw. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, wait. That's a new phrase. Layup? Free throw? No, 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 no. no. In one play? How you can do that? Happen at the same time and then he'd say and then daryl thomas would go to the line and sink both free throws both that's a rarity i thought there was a limit i thought you could only make one free throw or not one 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 true it's like maximum one but apparently apparently you're allowed to make two which makes my whole knowledge of basketball completely backwards. I was like all season I was like, hey, we made our free throw. But apparently you can make two. I wonder if the team knows that. They don't play like they know that. I think you gotta go tell them. Go to go to uh somebody hall right now. I need to Not put on to a, a botany costume and just go yell. <laughs> I need to go yell. Have a chair in
1: your hand. Just uh-huh. throw it and leave.
0: Twelve turnovers? Are you joking? You got rebounded by 13 rebounds. 37 rebounds for Purdue, 24 for Indiana. 72% from the free throw line. 21% from three. I could go on the entire – I could go on for five hours just reading statistics – Is that the statistic from this game or the previous three games? Um, Because it sounds... It's actually actually all of our statistics jumbled into one. Okay, makes sense. From every single game of Archie Miller's career. (laughs) Minus Jerome Hunter. Jerome Hunter's my darling angel and he can never do anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you can't... Got to throw in something good. At least one episode about Jerome Hunter.
0: Uh, at least one thing. Yeah, at least one. At least, let's do let's do an examination. Okay, now we need to focus. I was going to do an examination of Jerome Hunter statistics, but <laughs> we'll we'll make an episode dedicated towards that. Maybe in the off season. Well, maybe maybe in the off season we should do like player reviews. That'd be good. I'd like to do it. Jerome Hunter's only a redshirt sophomore. Jerome Hunter 215. Put on a few more pounds; he'll be a dominant force from the outside and underneath. All right, save, save that for the off season. The off season. Jerome Hunter has a lot of potential. <laughs> or, do you, or do you want to just fill it out now? Craig Galloway made a three. His only one of the season, apparently. <laughs> Okay, I've been all over the place. Bring us back in, Tyler. I've been so unfocused. I'm so sorry. You're good. I I I, I know that you have to get at least one thing out of Jerome Hunter. So. I do. It's not it's not a Candy Stripe podcast episode without something good about Jerome <laughs> Hunter being said. All right, getting getting
1: back to being serious about this game. <sighs> as Thank much as Edie hurt us on the defensive end, I don't get why. Our players are, or Archie, didn't know that we could go attack him offensively. Like, put him in the, like, you heard the announcer saying this. Like, put him in a pick and roll. He's 7-2 or something. He can't he had
0: move that. no lateral quickness.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, either we put him in a pick and roll, or our guards get a mismatch off, uh, like, a high screen and roll. Clear it out. And drive to the rim or try to get a foul or something. So, that way, you take him out of the game with foul trouble or just because he can't guard our offense and we get Trayvon loans who we've had success guarding in the first half. Yeah. But we didn't do that. And E.D. obviously, I mean, I give our guys credit. We battled him. If you just like took a couple plays off just to look on our guys trying to front E.D. like I give him a lot of credit. It's a tough thing to do and they put a lot of hard work in to try to get him off the block, but you're not going to move him too many times throughout the game. So I don't get why we didn't put enough emphasis on trying to attack Edie when we were in offense.
0: Yeah. And I think we can take a page out of their book too. I had a note about this great job doubling Edie, but then we lose someone on the drive. Mm -hmm. Why do we not do that with trace? That's something we've talked about in previous podcasts is getting some sort of high low game going or getting it down low to trace and then waiting for the double team and then kicking it out or having a guard drive. How have we not done more of that? You have a dominant now first team, all big 10 rated by the media, second team by the coaches, but you have an all big 10 caliber player who can absolutely go to town down low. Cause he doesn't have much of a mid range game, but he goes to town down low. That's how he gets his points. How do we not recognize that and do more kickouts?
1: Yes, I mean you hit on a Trace. I think only had nine shot attempts. He was four, nine had twelve points. I don't, I don't get why we didn't. It, we can get him involved either in that high pick and roll, which seems to work a lot of times, and we get away from it. Some that Indiana's shown throughout the last couple of weeks that oh, we have some good. Let's just move away from it and not come back to it till like the second half one time. Or we get him down low. I know he has ED on him, but at least put pressure on ED to either try to block it or he might foul. And we give him in foul trouble. And then again, we get Travion back in the game. We've had success doubling in the first. I just don't get why Indiana didn't realize this and try to make adjustments in the second half when Travion Williams, like, he sat out. I think he only played, like, maybe 20 minutes, maybe not even that. So when you have ED in the game for that long, I don't get why. You throw it down to Trace or just attack him with our guard play.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Travion Williams played 19 minutes. Yeah, 19. So when you have such a dominant force on the bench for over half the game, how do you not – and I think that goes back to, like, adjustments and recognition of what's going on on the floor. How do you not recognize that and then at least – Make it appear as though you're ta- attacking down low more, draw ED in plus maybe a double if you're lucky, and then kick it out. But then again, that goes back to the thing about you can't make shots. Mm-hmm. You got to have something to kick it out to. You can't just kick it out and then toss up a brick, which is what we did. I mean, and I think I keep going on tangents here, like making a point and then making another point, but that. What I'm going to say here is walking yourself. When you talk through all of the issues that this team has one issue leads to another. Yeah. You don't, you're not able to adjust. You have, you're struggling down low. So you can maybe try and supplement that with outside game, your outside game isn't there. So you can't do that. So now you can't adjust, can't get going down low, can't get going outside. This team has so many issues. Yep. Like you said, one, one issue pops up and we try to get that and
1: find answer to that another one pops up and so on and so on. I mean, this game, we finally have some balanced scoring as we've been wanting. I mean, we had trace with 12, Jerome with 12, Robin Al had 24 combined, not on great shooting, but I mean, we get four players in double figures, but then again, another problem, we don't have any points coming off our bench. And I guess we can speak on our freshman inconsistencies if you want to do that.
0: Yeah, we did that last time too. (laughs) Because didn't last game, didn't they have three points or something? Or six points? Yeah, something Something bad. Something
1: bad. Something bad. Something bad always with Indiana. You can bank on that.
0: But – and the thing is – oh, I was – very wrong. Michigan State, Jordan Geronimo with three. Christian Lander was seven. Galloway was six. I am very surprised. And the starting lineup, Al had three. Race had eight. Trace had nine. Jerome had six. There we go. That's the answer. So the bench, again, one problem leads to another. Mm-hmm. Your bench gives some scoring, and your starters put up diddly squat. One thing we can talk about, though, Rob has been scoring consistently these past two games. Rob has been surprisingly pretty good over these last couple
1: games. Um, it's not on great shooting, but you see the aggressiveness aggressiveness start to be there. He's getting down hell more. I mean, in all these games that I've watched, Rob has had some really good looks from three. It's just more times than not. It's not going to go in, which is not helping to the problem with Indiana shooting. But, yeah, I do like Rob's aggressiveness these last two games, and I guess that's one of the few positives you can pull out, but it's nice to see him finally coming into his potential, to kind of say. Yeah, for sure.
0: Rob has had had great stats. Rob had 10 – and six rebounds, four assists this game. And then last game, he had 16.6 rebounds, four assists. So he's really been doing it all. He's been doing a lot. And if you want to talk positives, I think that's, I mean, really at this point, and we can address this later some more, but. I don't think there are many positives left over that you can find in this season. And again, we'll talk about this more, but the team's not going to make the tournament unless they win the big 10 championship. There is a chance. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. that. So I think at this point, what you have to talk about is momentum going into next year. And I think, Mm Rob is one of those guys who has some momentum going into next year. Yeah, definitely. And you'd like to
1: see our bench because they're all freshmen get some momentum. But in like games like these Purdue games and some other games in the past, it's like how much can you really trust them to give you production either to like, if you heavily keep that lead or if you're losing, like just keep it the score where it's at because these freshmen, I'm not trying to like rip on them but they're not very consistent in their play. I know it's, it's some of the coaches fault not putting them in positions to succeed most of the time, but it's just like, can you trust them in the game? Because it seems like we've had to rely on our five starters a lot of the time. And, but we're getting like, we're emphasizing trying to get these uh, freshmen more minutes, but it's like how many minutes can you play if they're not giving you production off the bench?
0: And I think that, once again, that leads to another issue. Is an issue with the way this team was built, and part of it is out of their control because of two transfers from last year. Mm-hmm. Because if you still had Justin Smith, you'd have one of the starters. He would make a big difference. I'm, I know
1: he didn't contribute a lot on the offense side, like shooting. Yeah, like facing these t- uh, tough, tougher, and taller like wing players like livers and ivy who just kind of bully our forwards at that time like ivy had 17 and i think livers had like 16 the last time we played him for michigan like uh-huh. he'd be huge in aaron henry he's torched us two times this year he'd be really nice to have on defense guarding those guys
0: yeah and but i think that that shows you and i completely forgot about armand because we haven't had him the past few games but That's one of the issues with how this team is built is that without Armand, our entire bench is freshmen. So, like you said, you hate to harp on them and put blame on them, but also they're freshmen. Mm -hmm. But there's only so much they can do. This is their first time playing in a Big Ten season. They've never done this before. So, you'd like, you'd like, say Christian, Christian Lander, the five-star and top guy in your class to show up. But I've said this 90 million times, but he should be a high school senior. And next year is going to be a big proving, proving year for him. Cause he'll, that's when he should have been a freshman. Mm -hmm. He hadn't reclassed and quick, Shameless plug here. I should have an article coming out analyzing Christian Landers' play this year coming out on the HoosierNetwork.com. Check it out. I think it should be either tomorrow to more time. or Thursday. Uh, the HoosierNetwork.com.
1: Check it no, out, before. people.
0: Check it out. The article should be coming out either Wednesday, March 10, or Thursday, March 11. So check it out. I, I'm pretty proud of it. So shameless plug there. Um, But I mean, going into next year, he's speaking of Christian Lander, he's another guy. I feel as though he can provide some momentum going into next year.
1: Yeah. And I think he's yeah. been kind of building on that um momentum. Yeah. like We didn't see it this game obviously, but the last couple, he's been giving us some good scoring off the bench. And I think that will be huge with him and Rob kind of getting their momentum, their kind of flow going. And then hopefully we'll have Armand in the next year, all healthy. So it's not all bad, but if we're strictly looking at this season, we need a miracle.
0: Yeah. And I think this gets into, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure endlessly in the off season, but this is where you do see some potential for next year. If you have your bench. We won't have Al. So I feel like what we'll see is Jerome getting moved back to the bench. Likely Armand replacing him in the starting lineup back to where he was. And then Christian Lander coming in and replacing Al. So then your bench looks significantly better because you have three sophomores in Galloway, Geronimo and Leal. And I'd like to talk about Geronimo later. A little Mm -hmm. bit, and then you have a junior in Hunter, and then you have a high four star, or not? I think he's top seventy-five, maybe. But you have a pretty high-level recruit coming in in Logan Duncombe, who's at center. So, I mean, you have potential. That's a lot better than having four freshmen coming off your bench right now. Be a lot better. (laughs) I mean, having some experience, for goodness sake, that'll be nice. But that's getting ahead of ourselves. But I don't know. You just have to go down that road at some point because Mm -hmm. like we talked about before we started recording, what else is there to talk about? Because these same issues that we talked about in episode one of this podcast all still remain. And we are now recording episode six. And I just feel like nothing has changed. Nope. We're talking about the same
1: things, basically. I think we talked about one win in pod, in episode one. Yeah.
0: But the rest of the five, it's basically the same problems. Yeah. And, like, we got to the point, it got so bad, where we kept repeating the same things. And then, like, last episode, we just resorted to saying a key to the game is winning. And they can't even do that. <laughs> even though that is a kind of a big key to the game. I uh, forgot if it was last episode or two before since these same
1: problems are keeping up and we didn't know what to say. We had to talk about our best high school moment and our favorite college
0: moment. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think that was last time because we had the exact same mood that I had at the beginning of this episode, just yeah. aimless rambling about, at least this episode, it was about Indiana basketball, mm-hmm. but it was about like Rudolph and Christmas. <laughs> there was a pretty good connection there. Yeah, good segue. We did. I'm going to be proud of that. I'm going to be proud of that. Darn it! <laughs> Do we have anything else to talk about in this game? Let's look um, at our. Let's glance at our notes. I think that, we covered the-, the game started sloppy.
1: It did. You said you wanted to touch on Geronimo's play?
0: Yeah, we can do that more so in the end of year okay. player review stuff. But I just want to touch on him. I mean, he was the second highest rated player in our class. And maybe he's the kind of guy where he needs one year to develop and then he comes off and is great for the team. I couldn't help but wonder, there were a few moments where if maybe he'll transfer because he just I hope I, not I, I really hope not I like him coming up
1: I kind of see a little bit of a race Thompson role yeah coming as way soon that energy guy is going to give you consistent play defensively and on the offensive side I, I I really hope he stays with us
0: yeah and I think I'm just remembering that now but like the camera panned to him after he got whacked in the head mm-hmm And the camera just panned to him, and he looked so sad on the bench. But I think that was my negative head talking because we were getting beat down by Purdue again, and we just couldn't get anything going.
1: Yeah, I'd be pretty sad, too, if we were on the verge of losing our last six out of seven and I just got an elbow to the head. I think I'd be pretty sad, too, at that point.
0: Yeah, so forget I said that, but the, the root of my worry was I think he could be a great player. He's big. He's very strong. He just looks lost out there a little bit right now.
1: And that's him playing like a freshman, basically.
0: Yeah. Which
1: is expected from him. Yeah. That's expected from your freshman. And last time we faced Rutgers, we saw him knock down two threes. So I don't know if more is in store in that in the future, but I'm just throwing that out there.
0: That's a great segue. Unless we have anything else to talk about for Purdue, that's a great segue into our matchup coming up.
1: No, I, I think we hit on everything about our Purdue. We don't, I don't want to talk about Purdue Purdue longer than we have to. I
0: have a question. Why doesn't Geronimo shoot more threes? He's shooting 40% on the year.
1: Wait, I've seen him take two at Rutgers. Where did those others come from? Shooting four for 10 on the year. He shot 10 threes? Uh-huh. Are you sure this isn't like layup lines counted in that? He's like actually shot
0: ten real game threes. Is one for two at Providence, one for one at Illinois, 0 for one at Wisconsin, 0 for one at both Iowa and Northwestern, two for two at Rutgers, 0 for one at Michigan State, and that's it.
1: it wow! I mean, I didn't. I didn't know he shot ten. I didn't, I, he shot-
0: I didn't know he played that much.
1: The only ones I remember are the ones at Rutgers that he made when we were down however many points and it was in that garbage time.
0: What the heck?
1: Okay, I mean, I guess the way we're shooting, I mean, we shot 10% and 21% from three in the last two games with our season not looking too good. I wouldn't mind to see him stuff out and uh,
0: shoot like maybe like one or two threes. What do you think his percentage from the field is? If you had to guess. I mean, I don't remember shooting in them.
1: I mean, I would say like 47.
0: 54. Okay. On 35 shots this year. I don't, I can't remember. I can't remember him shooting that much.
1: Now we don't have to discuss his free throw shooting. Cause I know it's really bad. So let's just stick to the positives. With oh,
0: him. I didn't even see that. Yep. 27%.
1: It was, I think it was 14%.
0: Yeah. And then didn't Before... he nail it? The announcer, I remember that now that you mentioned it. The announcers were like his three free throw shooting has been horrendous, and then he drained both.
1: Yeah, I mean shot doesn't look that bad at the free throw. He's got nice art, good follow through.
0: Yeah. He broke the he broke the rule though. You're only supposed to make one. So no wonder he doesn't play more. He's cheating. And assembly
1: halls are like a sign, like a rule sign, an assembly hall yeah. and one of them. Only it on the
0: list. free throw if you're lucky. If you're lucky. None <laughs> if you're feeling like you don't want to make Indiana University fans happy.
1: Yeah, if, if you want to run more practice, you can make two free throws. But if you don't want to run suicides at practice, I suggest you make one or miss the front end of a one-on-one.
0: We need to get a a change.org petition thing going to get announcers to stop talking about how many free throws Trace shoots because every time they say Trace Jackson shoots more than anybody in the conference, he dinks a and one off the front. (laughs) I'm not kidding. They're like, he shoots so many free throws. Bonk.
1: They do mention that. I think like once every game it is, it is getting a little repetitive.
0: How many free throws does he shoot? 390. How many does he make? 67%. (laughs) How many of those misses are on and ones? All of them. (laughs) Darn it. Darn it, darn it, darn it.
1: (laughs) I didn't see us this late in the episode ripping on our all American. Let me give
0: you two. I don't mind it. Do you think I'm a salty or B Salty. Do I, do, is there a C option or is it only C, E? All of the above. D. Oh. None of the above and I just want the season to be over. E. Salty and I just want the season to be over. Uh, let's give the audience some time to
1: digest that in a couple seconds. I got okay. my answer locked in. I have mine locked in. I'm going to go with E. Correct. Yes.
0: You one win one for one, one, for one on the year. I'm guessing Max's quiz Indiana basketball. Oh, <laughs> well, no, actually, never mind. Those actually cost money. You win a lollipop, and
1: everyone at home gets a free lollipop for Max who guessed. E. No, never mind. Scratch that. I don't have that many lollipops. Only I get the lollipop.
0: You know what? Actually, if you rate and review. If you rate and review the podcast, give it a five-star rating, give it a review and tell five friends and give (laughs) me confirmation that you've told five friends, send me your address. I'll send you a lollipop. Actually scratch that. I'll send you a lollipop per friend that you tell about the podcast. Wow. Good deal here. You know where to find me. Send me a message. Rate and review, five stars, review. Then each friend you refer to, lollipop. Sounds like a sounds like pretty good how deal. You, how that. you like them incentives? How you like them lollipops? They didn't stole. All right, wait. Talk about basketball for a second. I'm gonna get something set up. All right. And just talk about that. yeah, just easy Tyler. Just go talk about basketball. Oh, I said on a rant. No, I just did that. We probably shouldn't go on a rant. All right, your time's up. Tell another joke.
1: I don't got jokes. I ain't made of jokes. Oh, I got a joke. Indiana basketball. <laughs> Do
0: you hear that? I hope that comes through in the screen. This is my little uh, phone drum kit. Oh, you got a little. So whenever I make a joke, I can just. I like that. We got props on the Candy Stripe podcast. I like it. I'm gonna pretend since listeners can't see what we're doing. I'm gonna pretend that I have a full soundboard and that was the sound effect played on my soundboard. And there you go. Around there you go. I like it. We're getting
1: creative on the on this podcast now.
0: I'm looking at Trace Jackson Davis's stat page and I'm at the top, and pictures of him are just scrolling through. I'm sorry if I negatively said anything about you, please stay. We we, we do need him to Hold stay. You're so hype. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. We suck. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> All I, right. I you <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you?
1: Winning what? Winning. Winning what? Okay, good point. The first half. (laughs) The first half of the Rockers game?
0: Like a four? Okay. I, I, I just
1: don't.
0: Here's a hot take if we win the first half, we win the game. All right. I'm telling you that much. Given the latest trends that we've seen, if we win the first half, of win the game. You can lock it in. Lock it in, lock it up. Weren't we like winning the first half of that last
1: record game when we were up like 15? Uh, let me check. And then we ended up losing by like 11. And the same with that Michigan State game
0: the first time we played them. We're not a very good team at holding. If, lead. if you're right, if you're right, I'm gonna look really stupid. So I think I am right. Um, you are not. The last Rutgers game, we were down by four.
1: We were down by four that. Oh, they came. All right. So Michigan State game, then we were up. Let's
0: look.
1: Which the Michigan? First, State game? The first time.
0: Oh, the first time, yeah, because we had that terrible collapse, right? Yeah, yeah. We we're up by four. Let's see. Okay. The last Michigan State game, tie. Okay. I I'm still sticking with my guns here. All right. Lock it up. If we win the first half, not tie, not lose, win. If we win the first half, my take is we beat Rutgers. And then you go. know the you know a college game consists of two halves though. So. But maybe we could just stop after the first half. We just forfeit or something. Change the rules like they did for Ohio State in football. That's right. I'm still salty. I am too. We should have made a rule at the beginning of the year: you have to play six games. Oh, Ohio State's not going to play six games. You only have to play as many as you need to play to get to the college football play. It. Stupid.
1: Yeah, sad ending for Indiana football. It looks like it's going to be a sad ending for. How you basketball?
0: The difference was I was so proud of that football team. I am not proud of this basketball team.
1: Very true. And we had a key injury. Yeah. In football, so I guess right. make it how you want it.
0: Um, okay. I feel bad because now I've gotten so off topic again. Let's preview the Rutgers game. I keep just rambling and. We do. a soapbox and just wham, wham, wham that's how i feel so looking at rutgers we've already previewed them twice this year and how many times did we lost to them twice who their top guys ron harper jr Jill baker they score a lot actually for a stretch they didn't until they played indiana then they scored a lot Von Harper seemed like he couldn't miss last time. So I don't want to say focus on him because we focused on Trivion Williams and did a great job and then opened the door wide open for other people. So I don't know. What are your – I'm just at a loss for words, man. (laughs) I don't know how you break down this team anymore because we've said the same things over and over again. We have.
1: So at this point, I'd usually give my three IU keys of the game to the win.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm at a little twist. I'm going to do three big keys of the game, fan edition. Okay. So I'm going to give IU fans three keys to put themselves in the best position to watch IU potentially win. Oh, I like this. Okay. So we'll start with number one. What you want to do is you want to get a good meal in before the game. Now, some debate, well, I'll eat a snack before, and then at halftime, I'll get the meal. But at halftime, depending on if you got to eat out somewhere or mm-hmm. you got to pick up, you might be in jeopardy of missing part of the second half. And that's what you don't want to do.
0: I've been a victim of that.
1: So, yeah, don't, don't pull Max here, guys. So what I would say, get a nice meal about 30 minutes before the game. That way, don't feel and, – and that way, you get a snack at the halftime, not a full meal, and not run the risk of missing in the second half. So it all starts with a good meal. Okay. Okay. Number two, let's say you're, you're watching the game at home. Because I think it's a late tip off. Maybe you're at home chilling by yourself because of the pandemic. Yeah. You want to get in your best couch, most comfortable couch. Because so. IU, IU basketball brings a lot of stress when you watch it. So what you want to do, you want to take that stress off, get a nice couch, comfortable couch, take your feet up, That way, even if the game does get bad, you can always think I am in a comfortable couch and I just ate a great meal. At least I'm comfortable.
0: I love this. We're going to have to keep this. (laughs) If they're bad, we're going to keep this. Okay, hit me with the last one. We got one more. Just in case IU
1: pulls an IU game where we just look awful and you're very stressed after the game, have a backup plan. It's a Thursday game in case our season ends have some kind of backup plan. Maybe it's like a hobby. So maybe it's like a workout after. Maybe, I don't know, just have a backup plan. Don't just sit at home contemplating on how bad IU basketball is. You want to get your mind off the game. So go see a friend, go do something. So that way, even if IU loses, you can think back and say, I had a great meal. I was on the best couch possible watching the game. And now I'm here doing something good after the IU game. And you look forward to it. You got March Madness to look for, and just shortly after that. So those are the three key, keys of the game, IU Fan Edition.
0: I am <laughs> floored. That was pretty I good. love that. Thank you. You know what I'm going to do? Hmm. All of that. <laughs> Fortunately, I'll be at work. Ah, uh, see? So okay, I didn't take that into account. Maybe I should have been more. I will have. Good thing I work at a restaurant, so meal check. The couches are old, or the the seats are old, but they're still comfortable. So you you have to like bring out food to people. Yes. So what you want to do?
1: Okay. Is while you're bringing that food out. Um, your I don't know what you call it
0: the plate hand
1: yeah you just carry it with your hand you <laughs> Sorry, that like was kind of fancy fantastic.
0: rude We're not serving inside so I'm only doing okay. carry out so oh, carry out okay that's a little different.
1: Does that change your does that change your that subject? That's on you now that's not on me. mine was fan edition at home. you might have to come up with one at work okay,
0: okay. Those will be at work during the game all right fan edition for at work every time something happens don't yell <laughs> because you could lose your job very your relationships with your co-workers so are you watching the game at work edition number one don't get cross you may get cross and by cross i mean upset like Sir Topham Hatt was cross at Thomas the Tank Engine for not delivering the goods on time. Don't get cross. Number two, remember you're making money. College athletes are not. Hey, oh. Bada bing, bada boom. Number three, <laughs> think about the joys you will have when you get off of work, that sweet relief. You don't have sweet relief when Indiana loses. You will soon when you get off of work. And those were Max's three keys to watching Indiana at work. That was good. I was, I'm a spot, too. i a spot, too. That was
1: pretty
0: good. That was fun. I'd like to actually, in all seriousness, I'd like to keep that segment. That was fun, Tyler. I'm glad you came up with that. Especially with bad next year. Yeah, a lot of fan
1: edition keys to the game then coming up.
0: Yeah, we're gonna need to think of a lot more keys to the game. But those
1: are your IU fan edition at work and at home keys of the
0: game presented by Max and Tyler. Presented by Max and Tyler Incorporated. <laughs> <sighs>
1: We don't have any actually keys to the game because it'd just be the same as the other five
0: episodes, yep. like limit turnover. Just C asterisk oh, C yeah. episodes one through five for keys to the game. <laughs> Those are keys to the game. <laughs> the the exact darn same. <laughs> I don't know what. Like, I genuinely don't know what to talk about with this team anymore. I'm I'm honestly looking forward to the off where we actually have something to break down. In player overviews and postseason analysis of stuff, I'm tired of at this point, And this is so defeatist, but what can you expect from a team that's tenth in the Big Ten, has a losing record in your conference, and is I think are we under 500 overall? Yeah, yeah. So we're like under 500 overall too. Yeah. So that's what you can expect is having nothing to talk about. I'm done. I'm so tired previewing games because it's the same story every time. And here I am on another rant, but I don't care. You know who's good? Indiana they're, women's basketball. They're very good. I think we're to start i to them. I'm, I'm going to watch them because they'll be in March Madness. I'm going to watch the Indiana women's team hopefully kick booty in the Women's March Madness tournament. And once again, guess who won't be in that? Uh, you said it out loud. I was already thinking about it in my head, and it just made my heart sad.
1: But do not make your heart sad, you want to get a good meal before the game? Oh! Comfortable- <laughs> he
0: did it! He did that. You really did. That was whenever I'm sad, I want you to tell me those three things. All right, I'll just text you
1: those or give you like a vo- voice memo <laughs> or text.
0: Tyler, I'm having a tough day. Have a good meal, <laughs> have a backup plan, sit on a nice couch. <laughs> Honestly, that's if we ended the podcast right here, I'd be fine. Those are great things to end on.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, there's, like, as you said,
1: it's kind of, we're kind of speechless at this point, as is everyone else, because IU just gives the same performance every game. Like, there's, the thing that makes this a very difficult season to watch is there are times where these guys compete very hard. And, the, and these are guys that you, like, like to watch, like Al Durham, Grace Thompson. Those are guys that you can root for and get behind. But then when we just put on these performances from a capable team that we are,
0: I mean, there's not much to say.
1: I don't, I don't know.
0: I'm just trying to look through it at stats from because that reminded me race didn't have the best stats in the Purdue game, but he plays with heart.
1: You know, race isn't really a guy you look to in the stat sheet to see how he impacted the game. I mean, there are times where he'll, he'll give you like eight rebounds and like double digit points. Yeah. But if you want to look at race Thompson's
0: like impact on the game, you got it. That's an eye test kind of thing. That is a segment idea that I had is Ray Thompson Thompson appreciation segment because I think he's a junior this year, right? Mm -hmm. So we'll have him one more year. I think we got to do that next year because it won't pop out on the stat line, but there's at least one play every game where you just kind of have to tip your cap to him. Yeah, he's – other than Trace, other than these last
1: three games, he's the only guy that's going to give you consistent play. Like, watching Ray Thompson after, after the game, thinking you're not going to be, like, let down by his play. He's yep. the one guy that kind of represents I use play, like, tough, hard. He has heart.
0: And he's going to give you everything that he's got. And he has all this stuff going on with the injury, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a warrior. He's a warrior. He is so fun. He's, he is fun to watch in the sense that he is tough and he fights every play. He gives it his all.
1: It's just when it counts, we can't make shots, and they do. Yeah. That's... Also, Indiana basketball. if You guys need some shooting help? Call me. You know where to find me.
0: What were your high school yeah. percentages? Let's hear it.
1: I don't know, but I shot like ninety-three percent from the free throw.
0: So that's better than. And I
1: had to shoot like forty percent from three or something like that. So, call me.
0: So, shrug, 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 Tyler. A little little Jordan shrug here, you know? Like, You want to walk onto the team or something? I mean... I got to put on some weight. Okay. Yeah. Get up to, like, 300 pounds?
1: 300-pound shooting? Wow. That'd be a... Just a 300-pound bowling ball out there on the court that can shoot threes.
0: (laughs) What is that... That makes me think what is what is Zion Way?
1: Close to three, probably like two.
0: 285. That's my guess. It's your guess.
1: Probably around there. 280
0: something. 284. Jeez. He's so good. And here we are. On no. an Indiana basketball podcast talking about how good Zion Williamson is.
1: That's what the fans got to understand. They got to love us for just getting off topic like that.
0: Because I think, I think you need it at times. I think you do. I think I was going to say, please don't let my rambling this episode prevent you from coming back to listen. It's just where I am as an IU basketball fan right now. But now that you said that, I think that's where a lot of IU basketball fans are.
1: Because if we just stayed an IU like topic this whole time, they might have stopped listening already.
0: Because you could thought, Because it
1: would be the same things. We just give the same keys, the same analysis of every game, and it's not like we're talking about anything good. It'd just be all negative that we've lost five in a row.
0: If you wanted to listen to a concise podcast about a Purdue wrap-up, And previewing Rutgers, we could have done that in 10 minutes. Yeah. And it would have consisted of, here are the things that happened. If you want to hear a breakdown and analysis, listen to any of the other episodes we've done. Preview, here are the players on Rutgers team. If you want to hear analysis about what we need to do, listen to any of the other episodes we recorded. Thank you. (laughs) That would have been it. That's concise for you. But now me and Max
1: are kind of like the coaches here. We're giving the fans what they want to hear, what they need to do on game day. Oh, yeah. Have a good game day.
0: I mean, it's simple what we do here. You're walking away from this podcast with the approved Tyler Bill of game day things you need to do.
1: Yeah. And so oh. when you walk away on Thursday night feeling like you had a good day, Whether IU won or not, you're going to thank me because I gave you three great keys to watch the IU-Rockers game.
0: And you're going to be full, comfortable, and and you have some plans to look forward to afterwards.
1: I mean, you can't
0: ask much more than that, can you? COVID safe, however. The Candy Show podcast takes the coronavirus seriously. We do. We
1: do. We want you guys to be healthy, so just, just remember that. Just remember that,
0: but also, you're gonna be a happy camper after the game if you follow Tyler's plan. And if Indiana wins, it'll be a double hampy ha- 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 camper. Now I can't. And that, means, and that means we'll be back here talking about a
1: win, and you may or may not get three more keys as a fan IU edition. So we'll see.
0: That'd be fun. We'll see. We'll do you think? Back. Do you think, in all seriousness, prediction time? Do you think Indiana's is going to win this game?
1: I don't. I re, that's such a hard question to answer. I know it's a yes or no. I was totally. like, are you fan at heart? I want to say yeah, but just watching this team compete for only one half or less than that at a time, it's really hard to say yes at this point. Yeah. So I don't. I guess. I don't know. I guess we've had like, I just had to have like what four or five days rest now before this tournament's going to start. Yeah. Around there. I I would hope we're well rested, charged up, a little motivated. I don't think we played motivated with a sense of urgency this whole year. So I'll say yes, just because we've had some rest and hopefully our players understand the moment.
0: That's, that's interesting. You say that I'm going to say the exact same thing. I think we win this game, but if we come out, I mean, basically for that to come true, and this is kind of cheating on a prediction because you're saying, well, here's my prediction if this happens, but I'm going to do it anyway. If this team looks anything like they've looked, especially against Michigan State and Purdue, my prediction is void and it gets changed to lose. Because I think for this team to actually stand a chance, they just have to come out looking different, completely different. And don't come out like they want to win. They don't deserve it. Yeah, exactly. And I
1: guess a thing that helps is shooting better than 21% from three. Oh, maybe. So I guess that would be another if, too, if Indiana wanted to win, like put the ball in the basket.
0: Where'd you come up with that one?
1: I don't know. Dr. Naismith said it back in the day like that's the point of basketball to put the peach ball or the ball into the peach basket so i guess that's where that originated from i don't know if that's what we're actually supposed to do but
0: that was oh. just my thinking that kind of sounds right a little bit i don't kind of went off on the limb there i know this is a, a thing in football like you don't beat a team three times or something, yeah. or you don't lose to a team three times or something like that. Does that exist in basketball? Yeah, it occurs for every other team except for IU. So IU can get beat. Okay, because this is the third time playing Rutgers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So maybe if this was football. If this was a football game, we'd win. Yeah, I'd be feeling a lot better. For the her. first time in IU football history, you can confidently say that the football team would win this game. And they'd be hyped up. They'd be ready. Maybe they should meet with the football team before this game. Yeah, we need like a Tom Allen, like Tom motivational Allen. talk. Yeah. Sources confirm Tom Allen has been hired for the last game of the season as the associate head coach.
1: I guess what IU fans can look forward to is an NIT bid if we lose Thursday. I don't know if that's something to be happy about, but just throwing that out there. I won't be watching it if we make the NIT, but
0: we're if we honestly, honest to goodness, if we're in the NIT, I think I would rather break down women's basketball in the women's march madness tournament than not uh, trying to throw down like or put down women's basketball. No, that's not putting them but, down. That's yeah, yeah. something I would I agree with you, yeah. That's not putting it down. That's just saying, like, that is a better thing to do. hmm Because you are supporting and giving attention to a team that deserves it. Deserves it, yeah, exactly.
1: At this point, I don't know if we deserve an NIT bid. So, we'll just hope we win Thursday. We'll be here for another podcast regardless. And hopefully we're talking about an IU Illinois potential matchup.
0: oh <sighs> That'd be exciting.
1: I, I got nothing else positive to say
0: about IU. I think no, we covered it. Nope, nothing. The, the women's tournament starts this week as well. I believe on Thursday. I think it actually starts on Wednesday. Okay. But the women's team should have a double bye. I believe. Well, at least IU fans will get to see a ball
1: be put through the net. Yeah, they'll. A lot more in that game than in the men, so.
0: They're good, too. The two seed in the Big Ten tournament. That's what makes me, it does make me, and this is totally a conversation for another time. It, it does make me irritated when people say I use, I use a football school now when you have the women's basketball team just tearing it up. Mm-hmm. And I think that does show the issue with the, like just how far we have to come in terms of gender disparities in terms of sports. But I mean, that is an entirely different can of worms, but wow i'm leaving with you leaving you with something to think about here <laughs> goodness gracious this podcast has been all over the place courtesy of max
1: it has been but on thursday if you need a good meal and you in your favorite couch and <laughs> the afterward, you'll be feeling a lot better
0: <laughs> you'll be feeling a lot better and you'll be feeling organized that's okay that's a good place to end why don't you why don't you wrap it up tonight or else I I think you need to wrap it up. Because if I don't wrap it up, I'm going to go on a tangent. And then you're going to be here for another half hour.
1: No, you wrap it up. That's your thing. I'll, I'll do the
0: closing. You got it. But I've, I've dis-earned that. Fine. You close it. Okay. My name's Max. Thanks for listening to the Candy's Drive podcast. Wow. Okay. Go Hoosiers. Big game against Rutgers, on Thursday, as usual. Thank you so much for listening. And if you've made it this far, honestly, thanks to my rambling, if you made it this far, thank you. Truly, truly thank you. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you guys listening. Go Hoosiers. We out you. Peace.